What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back. It's 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 been a while. It's been a while. This is Cowboy Conversations. My name is Kevin Weatherby. I am the founder of Save the Cowboy, and it is good to have everybody here today. We've got some of our regulars. Uh, a few uh, Tyler's been on a couple of times. Sarah is busy accounting until april 15th so uh we'll have her back on whenever things whenever she slows down a little bit so it's prayers to good. all the accountants out there it's right now good to be accountable <laughs> yes <laughs> so i've got uh ty weber he's our ranch manager with us uh today so good morning ty good morning how's everybody this morning That's how was chores this morning good. a bit nippy yeah, it, was, it was a little chilly this yeah. morning yeah. Yeah. we've got mr mitch gorman who runs our raymer ranch What's, uh, good morning good morning how things in Raymond? Good morning. You didn't, you didn't have his laugh last half or I'm trying. I, <laughs> I go out there and I tell her every day, like, hey, you need to spit that thing out. Like, I got stuff to do. Yeah. I got stuff. Yeah, we to got a life to live. Here. Right. Yeah, come on, man. All right. And then we have uh, Tyler Lowe, who has been helping us with all things uh, Long X Ranch Cowboys and technology and getting social media, our social media page up and going. He's got a busy day today because he's yes. going to be doing podcasts and sermons hey. and reels. And I'm going to put him to work today. He, he, he better get ready. He's good, good morning, Tyler. He's, he's good at that stuff too. Yeah, he is. Howdy. Yeah, it's 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 been a season of learning for sure. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. So anyway, today, you know, I, I wanted to read y'all something. Um it, it's something that I got um a couple of days ago, and I want to tell you a conversation that I had with my wife about it. I like, and I like your shirt. Do you? Yeah. I'm gonna go work out later. That's why. It makes me look big, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Pretty I'm not big anymore, yeah. so uh <laughs> used to be, but quit. Um so I, I got this text uh yesterday morning about nine thirty and it says the Lord prompted me to share a conversation I had with someone after church yesterday. A couple who I know and who are friends with other attendees have recently started coming to services. The husband was reluctant to come, but he has come for at least four weeks straight. Yesterday, in his presence, his wife said that he had told her that he's learned more about God in the four times he's come to save the cowboy than the rest of his life combined until now. He's probably in his late 50s or maybe early 60s. And as his wife was telling me this, he smiled and nodded his head. Your life and your ministry make a difference. And when I read that to Cammy, like she kind of teared up a little bit. She goes, how does that make you feel? And I didn't really know how to answer that. I mean, there's you you can look at it from a surface level. I mean, who wouldn't think that that was amazing? Mm -hmm. Right. Of course. And she said, but what are you what really goes through your mind when you hear something like that? And I said, you know what? Honestly, it fills me with joy. It's it's more beautiful than I can even describe. But that's not what I love the most. I don't know how else to say this because it makes me sound, I just, I can't find the right words. I'm happy for God in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how else to say that. Like, how can you be happy for God? Well, isn't being happy for God giving him glory? Right. Mm -hmm. And and really, I I mean, I'm happy for the man too. Okay. Of, Of course I am. 
But really, I was more happy that somebody was learning about their creator. And I knew that that makes God smile. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes God smile more than it makes me smile. As a matter of fact, they said when stuff like this happens that... uh, that the angels in heaven rejoice. They're singing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and so why are they rejoicing? They're happy, but are they happy for themselves? No. Mm-hmm. No, they're happy for God. Mm-hmm. They're praising God for this. And, you know, I think that, you know, everybody's like, oh, Christian, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Don't. But you know what? I think that there's kind of an art to accepting a compliment, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, Ty, what do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, like, go through the gamut of, of how you've done it in the past, um, how you feel about it now. How do you handle it now? You know, I, I think I think one of the things that we have to always deal with is ego, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. So when you get a compliment, how... How does that manifest? How does your ego manifest? Mm-hmm. And in the past, it's like, yeah, of course I'm awesome. You know? <laughs> I know. Right? I know. I know. I know. I know. Good. Whatever, yeah. You know? yeah. You know, it, it, not really, but, it, you know, you do. You do. I, I struggle with that. I'm, I can't speak to other people, but, you know, in this ministry, we have to, we, we really do have to make sure that we're giving God the glory and, mm-hmm. and it's not us. Right. You know? Now, we are, we are the conduit. Sure. You, like like God used you mm-hmm. to do that, so right. you you did your job. You, I did. You you uh, said yes to God. Yes, and you did your job, and so yeah, you you can be complimented for that, mm-hmm. and and you can and you can have satisfaction in that. I did in that in that, I absolutely in that instance. Did. You did what God told you to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know. Once again, like now, I, I usually deflect it, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm like, well, so what's the underlying meaning? Suspicious. What do you Yeah, I deflect it because because we are supposed to be selfless, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to, you know, we we do want to celebrate like the angels, right? But but at the same time. Am I going to get flagged for for over celebrating? You know, in, right. the, in, in, in yeah. the end zone. So, so you're wondering it. it, it excessive celebration is excessive yeah. celebration okay? I love what Bill Parcells said about yeah. excessive ex- uh, celebrating in the end zone. He goes, I ain't got a problem if they make a touchdown and celebrate, but they better raise their hand when they screw up. Yeah. If you're going to call attention to yourself, you got to do it on the good and the bad. That's exactly right. Because <laughs> I, I had a couple yesterday or day before at church that you know came up to me just telling me how amazing the beef ministry is. Right. You know? Yeah. And and that's that's near and dear to me because I'm kind of immersed in sure that. and and so I had the same opportunity. It's like, well, well, thank you. You know, I I just thanked him. I'm like, I appreciate your words, but but this beef ministry yeah. is, is way more than, than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a small I'm a, I'm part of it, but it's it's way more than me, and it and it's really more about once again saying yes to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if I can take any credit, it's that saying, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, this is scary, but but, <laughs> but, but, you've got, but God, you've asked us to do something, and we're going to yeah. do it. Right, and and you know it's kind of right up our alley because mm-hmm. we 
that's what we do. Just we, use we, it. We know yeah. how to raise a cow, and, and that's what I told him. I don't know a lot of things in this life, but I know know how to turn a, a critter into beef. <laughs> right. Grass right. Into beef. <laughs> and so God's using using us right where right where uh, he he needs us. And, Amen. And uh, yeah, I and it and and it goes the other way too. So there's a there's a lady uh, in church who's who's uh, lost some lost some weight and looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And and sadly, I'm I'm wanting to compliment, but I'm, but yeah, I'm, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> thinking, same thinking I need to tiptoe, right? Because because when you say, well, you look different, you you've lost some weight. Some people automatically say go, that, go to the negative. Well, right. you you noticed how fat I was or how heavy I was. Right. Or, well, right. Well, no, what I'm noticing is how great you look today. Right. And and. And I gave him the compliment, and they accepted it perfectly. Like, Good. Well, thank you. I, I'm. So, what was your second option? Just hey, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, her husband was standing right. Oh, there. was he? <laughs> you know, but you could you could tell him that too. Both Sunday, of you. Yeah. On Sunday, I wouldn't do that, but Monday I do. Oh, Monday you would. You <laughs> would pat him on the back, my butt, my, and tell my, him that you. Yeah. They, I, hey, you looking hot yeah. today? Good game. I, I try to get at least six hours after service before I sin again. <laughs> Well, Monday's my big sin day. Right. Monday's my big Catholic. Been pent up all day. I thought y'all did that right before confession. Exactly. Try to get them all in. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't want to go to confession for just one little one. No. Well, you know, I tried to... You know, I I try to take my thirty minutes. With, <laughs> you try to and, use and it to the fullest extent and, and, and use it all. Right, yeah. uh, Ty. We're gonna have to cut this short till next week. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you tell him? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just go in there and say, Father, it's the same. It's the same old list. <laughs> I haven't done any better. <laughs> oh, but I got a new one. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you about this one. Yeah, yeah that's good yeah. stuff. What about you, Mitch? I better. Well, I better, I better do some extra push-ups or some things I didn't tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> um, did uh, so you when you kind of came on, you kind of co- took my spot mm-hmm. serving all the other ranches around here, which yeah. I, I do a little bit. But that's really why we brought you in is to yeah. help us with that and everything. So you help people like I help people more in a corporate. Mm-hmm setting now mm-hmm. some of it is individual of right. course it is right but y- you do more on a personal level mm-hmm. th- than i do ministry wise yeah um you lead bible studies online um you talk to people all the time you're our resident uh counselor and stuff like that so how do you how do you handle it uh what comes out of your mouth, but what's going on inside your head when that's happening? And and yeah. you can has, has it? Have you done it the same way all the time? Or are you growing yeah. in in that aspect? I've I've, I've kind of just grown in that aspect. You know, um, over the last year, you know, I've been going through all this counseling stuff so mm-hmm. much that um, it kind of has gives me a new mindset towards a lot of it. Yeah. Um, first is you know. Number one, when you give somebody a compliment, they're not really used to it. Right. And a lot of times that's just from, I'm just going to say, a lot of childhood trauma because they didn't get it. Right. And so it really makes them uncomfortable when somebody actually compliments them on something like, oh, I didn't, I'm not really used to that. So I don't really don't know what to say. And then on the second hand, when somebody compliments you, you have to understand that it probably took them a lot to do it. Yeah. And so like what goes on inside of myself when, when somebody compliments like, hey, thank you so much for helping me. What goes on is I, I instantly go into the thought of, I want to look this guy in the eye and say, 
you're absolutely welcome. Thank there you, for, you go. Thank you for having me. There you go. And Correct. and I appreciate you just letting me come out. Really, I mean, because there's a guy that's been helping for the past few years, and and when I first started helping him, I don't think he was even a believer i mean to be honest right and our relationship has just grown so much the other, <laughs> the other day he actually like tried to give me a hug i was like i almost hit him i was like what the heck's wrong with you but i had like, <laughs> i like softened up you know isn't that like, good though but it is you know and, and it's just i don't know like i'm not patting myself on the back it's just kind of a testament to where how much i've grown as well as just saying you know i don't know how many times i've told that guy just thankful for the opportunity just to come out and i to be honest not even about the work to me and i've told him that like that's not even about the work to me like that stuff's easy Right, that's easy. But like, get just coming to just coming to just have a conversation with you, just joke around. Like, I, you know out. me, I yeah. love joking around. Oh, yeah, you know, quoting movies and stuff. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, but, um, the, the fellowship. Yeah, yeah, the fellowship part of it, and and it takes a lot for a lot of these people to compliment you and say, "Hey, thank you for this." And and I really do like because when you look somebody in the eye and you tell them, "Hey, absolutely, no problem," like that means a lot to them because that means you just accepted the love that they were trying to offer. That's, and that's exactly correct. right. It correct. takes it takes a lot for somebody to say something, especially like that. these big old tough ranchers. Absolutely, yeah, in you our, know, in our culture, it's really yes. prevalent there. Yeah, and I uh, mean, it, I, I think so. Talk about yeah. that for a second. What is the cowboy culture when it comes to that? I mean, we're the cowboy culture. I think is very, very mm-hmm. uh, thankful. Yeah. You know, yeah. anytime somebody comes yep. and helps, yep. you know, it, it's always it's just a, a really a, hard time expressing it. Yeah. And more, it's just a handshake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when it moves beyond that a little bit, you know, magical things start you, happening. Yeah, when, you know, something's happening. Yeah. Because like, it's more than just a handshake. It's more than just, hey, buddy, how are you? Like, it, you have entered that spot to where, you know, we talk about all the time of like, sometimes spreading the gospel is just creating a relationship with them until they're comfortable enough to come with you, come to you with some something that's bothering them. Right. Because, like, when somebody's on the mountaintop, they're not going to, like, want to talk to you about what's really going on inside of them, right? Because there's nothing wrong. But if they're comfortable around you enough to where they say, hey, you know, this guy's really kind of become a friend of mine, and I know what he does, and I feel comfortable around him, maybe I can go to him and just, just vent. Right. And, and a lot of people have done that, you know, it's just... Be their way of being comfortable around you enough just to say that, you know, just, I don't know. It's kind of just, a, it's just a weird thing, you know, yeah. I've been trying to put, I've been thinking a lot about it just on how to put it into words, but it's just, uh, it is a special thing just whenever you just say thank you or you're welcome and just look them in the eye and just, and just care about them because yeah. there's a lot of times that probably in a lot of these guys' life and I've grown up the same way. Like I grew up in a really hardcore cowboy culture mm-hmm. and it's really calloused and you don't get you don't hear good job very often, but when you do, it almost brings you to tears because you're like, yes, I finally did yeah. something good. You know, yeah. I'm not getting after, my ass chewed today. You know? Right. 15 years of doing it wrong, I did one thing <laughs> yeah, right. I did one thing right. And yeah. so it, it Especially means, dragging calves. I remember <laughs> when it went from, keep practicing, man, you're getting better. <laughs> yeah. that, that was that a compliment. Good. And now the compliment is, dude, you ripped your ass off today. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and now they start yeah. getting yeah. a couple yeah. of hoops and hollers. And yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I want to compliment Mitch because the one thing, the one thing about... You know the cowboy culture is you have to be authentic to be to be let in right and it didn't take mitch very long to be let in right to this area and and there's clicks around here sure sure and and we still deal with them and stuff like that but we're a part but, of all of them <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be with everybody man <laughs> right but, uh, the first thing you got to do is be real yes and and most cowboys are afraid of religion and mm-hmm. legalism mm-hmm. and 
they're afraid of that. Right. And, and when you go at them like that, they are gone. They, yep. They're they're in the yep. brush, and you're not getting them back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you, but when you're real, and you know we we're not. We're a little rough around here. Yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're, 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 we're probably not model <laughs> pastors of, of what you think in your head. But. Well, we're, we're not the tame pastors but, right. because we go get yeah. wild cattle. Right. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Yeah. We, we don't, don't cross. Not, we don't cross lines. We just push the boundaries. We're not. We're not. We're not sorting gentle cattle yeah. in an arena. Right. We're roping wild cattle out yeah. of the brush, and it yeah. and it takes a different mentality. And a lot of Christians don't understand that mentality mm-hmm. of speaking somebody's language. You know, mm-hmm. ha- have somebody that speaks Hebrew that doesn't speak English go try to tell you about. Or let's say Greek. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk up to an English speaker and somebody's trying to tell you about Jesus Christ in another language. Right. Yeah. Right. It yeah. doesn't work. Yep. But if you start speaking their language, yeah. then... Yeah, and there's, then nothing, there's nothing wrong with, like, anybody else's type of ministry. No, ours no. Is, ours is just different. And like, like I said earlier, like, when it comes to a callous man... We don't want to talk about our feelings. Right. But we will eventually. Mm-hmm. Like we and there's a lot of guys that will. It just it's the right timing of things and if if you push the timing of things and you push them away. It's yeah. actually rejection in a lot of ways. And they then they get hurt by religion. But when you just befriend somebody and just every time they call you just drop whatever you do and yeah. and help them. Now there's a lot of people that take advantage of, but the few that don't, those are the guys that have came the furthest. And those are the guys that we appreciate so much because man, it's just just like that guy earlier. He is even though he may not even been a Christian when I first started helping him, he's the one that's helped me the most financially. Like I help a lot of people for free mm-hmm. and that guy has consistently paid me even right. though I've told him I didn't want to. Right. And and now and like and he's the, probably one of the brokest out of all of them, right? And, but you can tell like he just cares so much right. now that he understands our goal. He like, knows he knows what the right thing to do. He does, and he and he acts on it, right? Yeah, and uh, it's cool know, to see that. You the know. only way you're going to get to him is go to where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now <laughs> there's a, there's a there's a warning there that we 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 can't we can't backslide no. into where they no. are. But we can go there yep. and minister to them there, and then yep. and then make sure that we, yep. you know, that's true. Continue with a with a higher yeah. calling, right? Um, you, you, and that you know you got to be mature and you got to be strong in your faith to do that yep. mm-hmm. because it, because you could go into that lifestyle mm-hmm. and get sucked right back mm-hmm. in. We're we're yep. I, I know all of us have been. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. and yeah, but. You know, I think I think we're all past that. I know we're all past yeah. that. Right. We, we can go into the we can go into the pit. Yep. Minister and come back out. Right. And and be better. Bring them out with us. And, right. And hopefully bring yeah. them. Yeah. Hopefully bring and them. Yep. it's true. Galatians six stuff, which I know a lot of like, guys are <laughs> very familiar with that. Like I'm huge on Galatians six. Like it's been a huge testament to my life the past few years. Mm-hmm. But Kevin said it the other day about what not jumping in the burrow with them. Like right. that's the whole gist of it. But yeah, we can ride through the brush. To gather them out, but we don't go camp in the brush. No, we don't just we don't just live with them. Yeah, you know? because I mean, you go listen, man. When it's one thing to pull somebody up out of the septic tank, mm-hmm. it's another one to go get in there with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like having a it's like having an old skinny cow that ain't got no teeth in the brush, uh-huh. and she's fighting you all the way out, and you're leading her out of the brush into the pens. But at the pens, you're gonna give her all the feed and water that she right. could ever have, and she's gonna be fat and fruitful and right. But that's the thing is a lot of those cows, they ain't going to come in by themselves like no. that because Mm-mm. they're, they, they know they, that you ain't good and you ain't, you know, but, but that's the thing. And about, we don't go rope them and drag them no. out. What we do no. is we go out there and rope drop them a, and drop we, them. 
tie them to a tree for a while. <laughs> get them thirsty, that's right? right. <laughs> get them thirsty. Yeah. That, that's what Paul meant when he said, "I'm going to turn people over to Satan." Uh-huh. He's just saying, "I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to turn them out, let them get thirsty, and then they'll come back in." Yep. That's all it yep. really meant. Yep. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to yep. turn them out without the living water. Yep. Let them get thirsty and hope. And and my prayer in that is not punitive. Mm-hmm. My prayer is is reconciliation yeah. with yeah. that. That they'll, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't force them to drink. But I can put them out there till they get thirsty enough that they come yep. back. Yep. I had <laughs> and a, that's really what we're then, trying yeah, to do. Be there a, to take care of them yeah. when they do. I had a conversation with a really special person in my life this morning, and they were just really struggling. I said, well, and I, you know, I asked them what's going on with them, and they just say, no, I don't know, which they do. Yeah. But yeah. that's just where you just Not say, ready to talk yet. Yeah, they're just not ready to talk yet. And I said, well, whenever you're ready to talk, I'll be ready to pray with you or whatever you need to do. And, and then you just keep the door open, and you just love on them. And no matter if they're grouchy, if, they do, if they're unloving back, you just say, you know what, that's okay. I'm going to yeah. be here whenever you, whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah, because it's 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 easy it's easy to take it personal. Yeah, and it's a lot of it's a lot of the same thing with compliments in the same way. It's easy to take it personal. Right. Well, Tyler is uh, learning this cowboy way of life. 100%. He's he's been out here. He's he's brand new. He's soaking it up like a sponge. But um, <laughs> he, he threw a loop that hit a cow. Yes. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's nice. the and, first and step. That's the first time he's, on, he's on the same it level was, as all it of was us. One out of fifteen. <laughs> it, 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 it touched, touched the, the animal. That's all right. That that's that's the best loop you threw. Right. I was gonna say sometimes that's the best loop I throw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but Tyler, you have a little bit of a different background than we do because right. you're a professional fire firefighter or you know all of that first responder stuff. And I don't mean that I, I mean that in the utmost respect. But you deal with like maybe strangers in dangerous some most of the time life-threatening deals when somebody comes up to you as a first responder and it's it's literally your job yeah to save their life how do you deal with the thanks that that comes because here's my question you know they're going to do it you just saved their life or their family's life. You know they're going to do it. Do you get, not maybe you, but do first responders get calloused to that a little bit? The thanks? Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, and I think, like, I have intimate experience with being thanked by people all the time. Right. And, and it's not just saving people or, or on calls. We get it. I'll get it a, five times from people when we go to the store on shift or things like right, that. Right, right. So... I've actually had to grow and learn in that aspect of how to mm-hmm. take compliments from people. It's a, it is a grow. It right. is a maturation process Be, because there there's a correct way to do that. And, right. Uh, um, early on, I I really really loved it. I loved the attention. I loved you know kids. Who does right? I mean, I mean yeah. anybody yeah. listening that says, "Oh, what kind of man is he?" Shut up. Yeah. But but yeah. Then, who doesn't like the attention? Yep. The but then it gets yeah. very old. It does. And um, you know when when you have ten people thank you in a, yeah. in a ten minute span, you're like, yeah, I don't feel any different. It's just mm-hmm. my job. You know, mm-hmm. I, I truly don't feel any different. But what I've learned going on is that, like Mitch said. It takes a lot for people to put themselves out there and thank you. And I've I've learned that I never want to take that from people. Right. Mm-hmm. I never want to ruin mm-hmm. somebody's opportunity to be a good person yeah. to me. Yes. Well, and that, uh, that opens up their avenues to love others because it gives them kind of an 
just a boost up to say, hey, that guy was that when guy. When you tell correct. somebody thank you and you get a good, genuine response, yep. it doesn't make you want to do it less. It makes you want to do it Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And, and, and it's hard because I'm like, well, I don't want to come off arrogant. Or right. Because <laughs> I, I think we think that way when people are complimenting us. But the biggest thing that I learned through that is my reaction to that is everything. Like, mm-hmm. And it, it, in, the, in the Christian aspect, I have an opportunity just by reacting to that that thanks appropriately to glorify God. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to say anything. Will you God. do will you do me a uh an experiment? Sure. Next time you go on shift and you go to the store and somebody says thank you. See if they'll let you hug them. Yeah. Hug them and say sincerely thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'll I, I love I, hugs. I, I I want I want to see what because like I don't have that opportunity with strangers right so right. if i go hug mitch or ty or you because i hug yeah. all of y'all I'm, yeah you i just know, i, I just get weirded you. out yeah. yeah i know you do but you're gonna grow on <laughs> i'm a hugger so. i am too <laughs> i'm a hugger. I got a story i am too that. yeah you do yeah. I, was, I was wondering yeah. if you were yeah. gonna bring that yeah. up but but seriously i i would love what i mean how crazy would that be to say thank you to somebody and then they'll look at you and say you know what could i give you a hug yeah no i'd, I'd, and, I'd love and, that. and hug them and say you know what sincerely thank you right. for that so, Your support means everything to us. Yeah, something like that. Right. I mean, that that is, everybody thinks Christianity is so hard. Right. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's, I mean, we, we are so religious focused mm-hmm. on, is this a sin? Is it not a sin? It, it, <laughs> man, Christianity is not about sin. It's about love. And I think, well, and, that's, and, a, and that's, that's the big thing for me right there is like in that opportunity, or in that moment, I have the opportunity to show somebody some love, glorify Christ with, with my actions towards them, or I have the opportunity to reject them. Yes. And, and it, it's just it's just much easier, even though it, it does get annoying sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know. Well, I think, the, I think one, and, and I, like, as a pastor, I get that. Right. <laughs> because, like, there's never been a time that I didn't preach or speak, or even have a conversation with somebody that they didn't just gush at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know for them, Mm -hmm. it's very important. It's the 500th time for me, but I try to treat every single one like it's the only one I've ever received. Right. Mm -hmm. Without, without, without being stupid, you know, I mean, you can go overboard. Of course you can, but you know. So I I kind of learned to, uh, I'm sorry, Tiger. No, you're fine. Why can't we celebrate that? Because in the next sentence, someone's going to roast you. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, especially around here. Right. Right. So why can't we? Like I why love. Can't we, I love uh, your beard, but I hate like, your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little gray, Ty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, thank you, you son of a. <laughs> I think we get opportunities all the time. I I I got a text the other day from someone. And in the text, they, they complimented a person who that I've really struggled with recently. Right. Really struggled with. And you're looking at and me. And I got to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with you, man. <laughs> to be honest with you, I really struggled. And in, in, for once, wisdom set in. And I did not <laughs> reply immediately because what I wanted to reply is what I felt like 
was the truth, mm. which wasn't what what they were what they were experiencing. They were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I and then I sat back and said, "That's not that's not for me, right? Mm-hmm. That's not something for you to pick up and carry. Absolutely yeah. not. Nope." Yeah. And and so I texted back and I said, "Absolutely, you know that that yeah. you are exact you are you are exactly right yep. that, that that person is that." Mm-hmm. Because that's who they are to them, right? Mm-hmm. Right to them, to them, yeah. and and because I'm not everybody, I'm not everything to everybody. I, well, that's a good point no too. So, like, not just to interrupt you, but just it's a good point of you know complimenting someone even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. Like loving somebody when you don't feel like it, that's love. That's the love <laughs> you get credit for. Right. That's yeah. the love you right. get credit Do for. Do not get credit for yeah. the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm feeling it, like that's I'm what getting credit for that text. It's easy. <laughs> yes, you. But seriously, yeah. I believe yeah. that you are because it's. <laughs> this is what I tell people all the time. This is my favorite deal. Like I was sitting there talking to somebody one time, and they were sitting there and they were just. I mean, this. This girl was trying to defend this asshole. I mean, like, this guy was no good. And she was like, well, he takes care of his kids. I was like, you don't get credit for that. <laughs> That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. It kind of, rem- you know, some people are kind of like I had an old boss at work that said, you know what? Some people think that they should get paid extra for showing up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to work. Yeah, that's the no. bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what you're supposed for to do. For me to have this job, you pay me this much. If you want me to actually do anything, you've got to pay me more. Right. No, I don't. You don't get credit for doing what you're supposed to do. You get credit for going above and beyond. Right. And and that's one thing is like I've really been thinking about this like the last week is is games. It's it's the matching of effort. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm gonna treat you like you treat me. Well, all you're doing is playing a game. Right. And it's a very depressing game because you're gonna lose. Both people lose whenever you play that game. So when somebody's not like maybe somebody's grouchy with you, you just say, Hey, I love you anyways. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. And can you be surprised actually about how that kind of opens up the door to for them to open up to you? Right. Well, what's the golden rule? To treat them how mm-hmm. you would, you would like want to be, be treated. treated, not treat them how they're treated. Yeah, absolutely. You. And that's and it's really hard. You know what? There's a. I think I. I think I sent one of them to you. There's a guy down in Texas. I think. I think his name is Jefferson Fisher. I'm gonna try to get him on our podcast. I really mm-hmm. am. He's a trial attorney in Texas, Ooh. but he teaches people how to communicate in tense Ooh. situations. Yeah. And he said something the other day, and and I'm saying this, Ty, because we alluded to it in our conversation the other day, mm-hmm. and like it has literally changed my life. So, Jefferson, if you, if you're listening, I very much appreciate you from a pastor standpoint, and I'm gonna tr- and I'm gonna send this to you, and hopefully you just. Agree to say come thank on you. My, <laughs> I hope you agree to come on my podcast. Come on the podcast. <laughs> Cowboy conversations. But he said how to not take things personal. And, and like I'm saying this, not that this is the subject of our conversation, but it applies to other things. Is he said that we will the reason some people take things personal, and I'm one of those people, and I never really understood why I took everything so personal. Like I don't want to. And then he said it. He said, people take things personal. The people that take things personal, and and I'm sorry if I butcher it, sir, but he said it's because they're too hard on themselves and they 
think that everybody else is just as hard on them as they are on themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's their default. They're not meaning to take it personal. They're not trying to be a victim. They are just so hard on themselves that if they question somebody else's intent, they default to they are being hard on me too. Mm -hmm. And then we fight that when there's nothing to fight. Because right. it wasn't personal. Right, right. <laughs> and, and he teaches you how to take a step back. And, you know, he says, look, man, nobody asked you to pick all that stuff up. And he said, right. the way to quit taking things personal is to start giving yourself more grace. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of grace you give yourself, not excuses, that's, mm-hmm. that's a whole, don't pervert what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The amount of grace you give yourself is the limit on how much of grace you can give somebody else. Yeah. Yep. And I loved that. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I have something to add on to that. I was kind of just in a state of depression of myself. And it wasn't because anybody was doing anything to me. Like I, I have like my pressure pattern is I kind of go in depression from expectations and no support. Right. But a lot of the time it's my own expectations that set me into that, that pattern. Of no support. Right. You're not getting support. From your own expectations. From your own expectations that nobody knows. Nobody else knows what your expectations are, so how they can support it. Right. They can't. And, and, but that's the thing is, that's the one way to do it is, you know, I confessed it to somebody. I think I told you about it too. And, and, but it was so great whenever I finally, you know, I understand that about myself and now I can open up myself to say, Hey, this is what I've been dealing with. It sounds stupid. I know, but I can tell Ty about it and Ty can encourage me on it and say, Hey, you're doing great. I didn't right. even know you had that problem. Right. I think I called, <laughs> it, I think I called him a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was the most comforting but, dumbass I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Actually, <laughs> you know? But, but you know, isn't you're, that... you're being a dumbass. You're just being hard on yourself, yeah. which I can tell yeah. other people. I just can't. And do that to myself. You, <laughs> hey, for myself. My, my my little post on social media last week dang near went viral when it said, and it was literally a four thirty a.m. thought, like you know when you're like waking up and you're half awake, <laughs> and then half all of a sudden asleep. It hits you? But it's yep. weird when those hit you. And, and oh, for man. some reason, I immediately put on there. Well, what was happening is I've made no bones about it that that uh, I am. Uh, I suffer from severe anxiety and I work very diligently mm-hmm. on it. You know, I mean, I'm not one of these that just decides to pop a pill and that's going to make, I mean, right. I literally work on myself every single day. And that morning anxiety is hard for me because mornings are my favorite. Mm. I, I'll take a morning every single time. But since July of last year, it's like, that's when my anxiety would hit hardest Mm. and so i was kind of in that waking up moment and instead of thinking about everything that i was thankful for i started worrying about everything that i knew i wasn't going to get done that day Mm -hmm. and finally i had a fist fight with myself in my head and i was like why are you choosing to think (laughs) about this you're in control of your thoughts Mm -hmm. right and so i said wisdom and, and this is the thought that I got. Wisdom is being able to tell when you're being stupid and doing something about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I hear you say. Yeah. I, I love the wisdom that you showed because wisdom isn't about a lot of times. It's not about other people. It's yeah. about ourselves. Yeah. How can we see our flaws, repent? Mm-hmm. Confess and, it to somebody to where they can yeah. encourage it. Because sometimes like that's my love language is just kind of words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Mine, and, too. And, Mine too. Well, yeah. And 
I don't get that unless I tell somebody about it. Right. Did, right. did you guys notice, though, like you coming out and saying that, talking about, you know, yeah. being depressed. And I noticed it with Kevin big time on social media. Did you notice how many people relate with you guys? Now? Oh, absolutely. I huh. mean, I think that was some of the most powerful interaction we got was was from you. Mm-hmm. Getting up on stage and, and admitting, and admitting your that, struggles. yeah, right. And, and there's a power in that too. Yeah. One of the other things I found that has helped me with my anxiety recently, and, and I heard a, I, I listen to sermons all the time. Like I, I, I want to start leaning towards doing um, sermons and pastoral stuff. Um, so I, I listen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard a, a pastor say a sermon, and his name is Greg Groeschel, and he has a he has mm-hmm. a, a, a church. Yeah, Live Church yep. TV. Yes. Yep. Greg Groeschel. He said something that has helped me tremendously with stress and anxiety. And being a firefighter, like I've I've learned. <laughs> oh my gosh. That they that's literally what they teach you for six months in the academy is how to yeah. deal with stress. And, and so anxiety. if you if you're a pastor and a cowboy, you don't make any money. <laughs> we, we sign up not to make money. Y'all sign up for stress. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so what he said that was that I thought was really powerful is he said a lot of times what we worry about the most reveals where we trust mm-hmm. God the least. Oh, that's pretty good. That and is, that is good. I started being really cognizant of that is like, yeah, I'm worrying about this because I think I'm more powerful to handle this thing. Right. Than God. Well, yeah. And that's the, that's the thing there is I think I've been having this thought again lately, all of it runs together, but sure. Um, that's we, why it's cowboy conversations. We take, <laughs> we take, we take Jesus out of it. Yeah. We realize our struggle and then we refuse to invite Jesus still into that right. situation. Right. But that's the thing we do a lot with depression and anxiety and things like that. And a lot of people will say you you fix one bad habit by replacing it with a good one. And I think that's true to a point. But a lot of that stuff that we really struggle with, that's my, kind of mostly an addiction. Deep-seated stuff. Deep-seated right. stuff is you can't just change that. Like you have to right. invite other people and Jesus into it. Mm, like that's like you point. can't you can't just change it on your own. Or you, you, you may change it on your own, but a week later— it's, you're going to be right back to where you started or six months later, you're going to be right back to where you started. But if you get in this habit of confessing stuff and letting people encourage you and letting people pray over you, I know it's awkward. I used to hate it. I used to think it was the cheesiest thing ever in the church was other people praying over each other. Right. Mostly right. just because I was uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Until I actually tried it and this changed my life. But I think we, we, we literally, God reveals stuff to us that we need to work on and then we work on it and then just leave him out of it. Right, right, right. We think well, that wanna, he yeah. gave us a task, right. Right. and then he's going to go do something else while we work on that's it. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because we're cowboys. That's what happens yeah, in our culture. I don't want to bother him anymore. Right. He's right. busy. Right. He's, he's the boss. Somebody, he's got somebody else. The to... boss doesn't need us. <laughs> no. Well, and I think, to, for me, like, I'm just too prideful. Yeah. Like, I can do a better job of that than him, or I don't even think about it. Like, he literally showed me what was wrong with me, powerful enough to show me what's wrong with me. Right. And then I say, oh, yeah, that's great. I do. That is what's wrong with me. And then I just go wrong my day without. And, and, <laughs> and you had an interesting point, too. I, w- I was going to say I would venture to guess that most people at this table are control freaks. I know. I Come on. But <laughs> you said something. Um, and I think I said it on the last podcast, too. Like, I'm a firm believer in this. The devil gets at us most by isolating us. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. having those people around you or, or even noticing that is like. I don't want to talk to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, I'm comfortable by myself, mm-hmm. but that's where the, the devil yeah. does most of his when, work. Is. When you don't want to confess something, that's when you need to. Right. And, oh, yeah. and I guarantee you, you are going to, it's going to change your heart tenfold. Whenever and you and then again, you realize how many people 
are struggling. Yeah. Same thing. You I had yeah. to do that with Kevin just the other day. Yep. I would. Uh-huh. I had. I was trying to handle something <laughs> that's been uh, a marathon, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, finally I had to come to Kevin, and I'm like, I, I'm gonna explode. <laughs> I, I really am. And he diffused it in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Isn't that amazing? Sixty says, days. We'll, we'll stop worrying about it. Like, we'll stop worrying. F you. <laughs> yeah, he really did say that, <laughs> and I just laughed at him and told him the same thing again. <laughs> I've built this up, man. He had the answer in fifteen seconds. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've well, lost years of my life on it. I did. I did do this to him, though. I I, I told him. I said because hmm. I, I did this with with a, with somebody that I loved the other day. They I, I was having a really hard time with something, and I told them about it. And it wasn't a big deal to them, what Mm. I was having a problem with. Mm -hmm. And the way, and like we've all done it. Actually, I think I probably got a 20-point lead on everybody else in the world with what I'm about (laughs) to say. This is the way I handle things. Oh, don't worry about that. That's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then, like, I really think it was God speaking through me to me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that ever happen yeah, to y'all? When yeah. God speaks through you to you. Yeah. And you're like, crap, I gotta do it. Like, I gotta I gotta, I gotta live that yeah, now. I gotta live that now. <laughs> yeah. When it comes out of your mouth and yeah. you can't take it back. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> and so I told him, I said, you don't get to decide what's a big deal to me and not. Absolutely. Now, you don't have to think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. But you don't get mm-hmm. to minimize nope. and well, that's where compromise yeah. comes from. That's when you can truly start. Yeah. Bridging the gap is when both people kind of understand that. And so whenever I was talking to Ty the other day, he came to me with something that was very, 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 Mm -hmm. very heavy on his heart. And I tried to take that way off of his heart without minimizing the way he was feeling about it. And I hope I did well with that because that's what I tried to do. Mission accomplished. Because I I hate when people tell me that, you know, don't worry about that. That's the easy thing to do too is just what's a big deal to some people isn't a big deal to you and vice versa. And that's okay. Yes. But at the same time, I actually heard that from Rick Warren. Uh, I don't listen to Rick Warren very often. It was a long time ago when I did, but he was actually preaching a sermon series, and he mentioned when uh, his son killed himself. Mm-hmm. Like, Rick Warren's a mega church pastor, and his son killed himself. Can you yeah. imagine the guilt and shame that he had in his life? And yeah, he's like supposed that? to be a pastor. Yeah. How does a pastor but let that, that was, happen in his own family? He was talking. And I'm very sorry for that, yeah. because I know— mm-hmm. Like, he is just a man. Yep. He, he can sit down here, and he ain't going to be no better, no worse than nope. any of the rest of us. But right. that's what he said is, you know, when people would come up to him with condolences or whatever, and he was like, you can never minimize someone else's pain. That's right. right. And, like, and that is a major thing when somebody—it's the same thing as when somebody compliments you. I, I was just It took a that. lot for yeah. them to say that. Uh-huh. And so whenever you just blow it off like that— you have no idea like that that automatically tells them something like if they're not a very strong believer like they won't go and confess that to anybody else right right and and, and I, I've kind of learned that point in firefighting I know here's the firefighter again talking no about no that's, that's why no. No. we love to hear the firefighter that's why you're not, here not everybody's a cowboy right so <laughs> this is applicable to other areas yeah. what I've learned is it, we run to in my opinion dumb emergencies all the time like mm-hmm. the things we go to at three in the morning sometimes <laughs> here's my vending session but what I what I've taught myself to be better and loving towards others is 
it may not be emer- an emergency to me because yeah. I see mm-hmm. real emergencies, but it's an emergency to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I mean, yeah. that's summarizing what you yes, said. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's a great, great so way to Just say because it. it's not an emergency to us yeah. does not mean but it doesn't, it's not. A, it doesn't, like, even though it's not an emergency to you, it doesn't, it doesn't take away the seriousness of how you yeah. a- approach it. And again, yeah, you, and you, you you have an opportunity right. because you if, were just woke you up bring, and you had to get in a in yeah. a fire truck and drive over there and put a bandaid on somebody's or, knee or a battery yeah. and but, a smoke alarm. But do you, uh, <laughs> but do right. you give them your A game anyway? Absolutely, right. absolutely. And, and that that's and, the, and I I didn't you, always you don't half-ass it. You right. Get, and, 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 and I, and, I didn't and I, always. That's got to be challenging, I'm sure, because yeah. you're like, oh man, I could. It's be back, right now. It's back but again, to the. It's you back you to the have an opportunity thing. there. Like, what would Christ have done? It's, yeah. it's back to the feeling thing. If you right. don't feel like it, but they still requires your A game. Let me right. tell you what, Tyler. What you just said is the greatest training ground for ministry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I promise you, in ministry. Mm-hmm. We do get really, really heavy stuff with suicide and death. You almost get numb and, to it. And you do. Yeah, you, you do. do. You have well, to. Well, it's a self-protection, self-preserv- you know. But just as much as, or twice as much as that, we get the, you know, the the little bitty right. stuff yeah. right. that we're going. Okay, seriously. Uh, we get, or, or, we get asked for the prayers. devil wants us we, to say that, right? Yeah. You know, asked, not yeah. that we say that, but Again? you know, hey, can we yeah, yeah, we for my fingernail, kind yeah, of thing, you know, and it's like, sure, yeah, my and, and, my and, dog's and, been coughing last week. Right. Can you pray for my dog? And you to know, me, did like, we really just have a twenty minute conversation because you got to get all the small talk out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing good. How's your? And, and I and I'm not saying that Don't that's a bad about the weather. thing. Gotta, yeah, gotta, yeah, gotta, you got to get the weather out of the <laughs> yeah. way, and then you finally get down to it, and it's like, well, I'm just really worried about my dog. Well, they are worried yeah, about their dog because yeah. that is their kid. That is. Right, right. You got to got to read kid. read between yep. the lines. Yeah. One thing, one and thing. they're lonely. Yep, yeah, they're lonely. One thing, uh, one the thing. The dog I've, is the excuse. <laughs> one, one thing I've learned going through that counseling deal is when you call them because they have like a free time in the morning. Like when you call them, they're not on there for small talk. So Bill, one of the guys, he he directly asked you, like, he said, oh, you you get on the phone, like, hey, Bill, how are you? This is Mitch, what is so-and-so. And then he's like, oh, yeah, good, good to hear from you. So what's on your heart? Yeah. And it gets straight to the point. See, and that's what I do, just so if anybody knows, if you email me, I probably won't answer because I check my email like once a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, email is not the best way. You're better off writing me a letter <laughs> than yeah. emailing me. I'm just yeah. saying. It'll get you within two weeks. Yeah. 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 It, you te- text me, you're liable to, you leave me a message, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Text me and tell me who you are. And if you want the quickest response, Tell me who you are. Tell me what you need. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and like I, I do that now. And it's not because I don't care. I'll mm-hmm. be glad to have the 20 minute conversation, but let's get that one out of the way. And then we can ask. Right. Yeah, I, I, you I know, and people. so I just I, I always when somebody messages me on social yeah. media or something, it I, I don't mean it ugly. But when they just send me a message, that says, hi, how are you? Yeah. 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 Listen, I ain't got time for that. Right. Yep. Especially in, I mean, I can't sit here at my computer yep. and have a 45-minute yep. messenger mm-hmm. conversation with you. Yep. Yeah. And, you I know? Always and ask so them I too. say, yeah. how can I help you? Yeah. And then I, once they answer, I'll say that too. I'll be like, okay, how about, how does this sound at this time? And I will call you at that time. Yes. And we will talk about it in that yeah. time. Like and, it's and actually, that's, that's probably what people need to hear. Right. Because they, I don't think they want it to be awkward. They're no. Like, no. I don't know how to approach this. Well, right. I, get, I get lots of people angry at me because... 
because I didn't <laughs> respond to a missed call. Because you don't have service. I mean, your like, like if you're going to call me, if it's important, leave a message. Right. And I'll call you back. But right. But just because you called me and, and it's a missed call and you didn't leave a it message. It could have been a butt dial. I'm, I'm assuming. I just call everybody in your house. And, and I'll call you when I get a chance. <laughs> and listen, yeah. I don't know how it is everywhere else, but for my own sanity, and I did an experiment yesterday. I answered my phone twice when I didn't know the number. <laughs> yeah, I want to puke. <laughs> You've got two guesses what those two calls were. Spam. One, Spam. Was, one was to the extended warranty on your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> the, last, the last notice. I know this is AT&D. Well, here, here's the bad thing. I actually answered three of them. And... I've got to change my voicemail because my voicemail goes, hello. hello. This is Kevin. Hello. It's it Kevin. Me every time. <laughs> pisses me off. And so whenever I answered the third time yesterday, because I was just so mad, I was like, hello. And there was just silence. So I hung up and it was Leland Oker. <laughs> I was like, sorry, Leland, I'll call you back. I didn't have good service at the time anyway. But uh, anyway, yeah, you know, I mean, there's just things like help us help you. Mm-hmm. Help us help you. And usually what I I try to, you know, <laughs> I try to live a good sermon. Mm-hmm. And so now when I go to y'all, I usually just tell you what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, you know, it's, and let's I just, like, let's just do, yeah, let's like just I told Tyler this morning, you know, like, hey, man, will you go down there and get the podcasting yeah. equipment for me? Yeah. You know, instead of like I had a need because I was cleaning up a little bit. You know, I mean, me and my wife have both been out of town all last week and, you know, all of that stuff. And Tyler was here and I know he doesn't mind helping, you know, but mm-hmm. so I just told him what I needed. Yeah. And he I was like, like it. No nonsense. Yeah. 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 You know, Well, and sometimes like with people, too, is you when you're especially in professional ministry, mm-hmm. like you have to realize that's the word is professional ministry. So you make it professional and say, like, not everybody can be your friend, unfortunately. Yes. And right. so and that's when you kind of set that boundary of like, hey, I have. This time and this time available on this day, would you be able to op- to talk about that then? Right. And then if they say yes, and that's awesome, you call them in, you get it out of the way, and then you help set them up with another friendship maybe if they just need someone to talk to. Like, right. that's what I do. But if they need somebody actual counseling or whatever, they need somebody to pray for them or just listen to them, then I set that time and we talk about it. But I, I can't be on the phone for 45 minutes trying to figure out your problem and then the next hour and a half fixing the problem. when it, That's not even the problem <laughs> half right. the time. Right. But, yeah. Okay, so with all of that being said, give me your best advice for somebody listening, Mitch, that might not be good at what we've been talking about. What would you suggest they do? At which part? Any of it. Any of it. The compliments? Yeah, compliments or even... I'm going to say accepting compliments. I'm going to take that one. Okay. So I'm going to get really deep here. The way to accept compliments is to get real about why you can't accept them in the first place. Okay. I like that. And I want you to go to somebody that's really close to you, and I want you to confess it to them on why you can't, and I want you to let them pray over you. Ooh. Yes. Wow. And then and then, when somebody gives you a compliment the next time after that, I guarantee you a lot of, like when you get really deep and dark into that pain of what really happened, say, Jesus, can you show me what that did to my heart, and can you restore my heart to where it was before and what you meant it to be? 90% of your pain will be gone, and the next time somebody compliments you, you'll be able to smile and look them in the eye and say, thank you so yeah. much for that, Amen. and you'll be kind, and I, I guarantee you it'll work. Right. So, Mitch, what do you got going on at 1025? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to make an appointment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
What about you, Ty? Well, what's your best practical advice before we get out of here? For accepting or giving? I don't care. Just practical advice of Ty's for the day. Something really cool happened to me the other day. Okay. My love language is touch. Okay. And I give hugs. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not everybody enjoys it. (laughs) (laughs) But someone at this table. (laughs) I seen you needed a hug, so I gave you a hug. Gave me a hug. (laughs) Initiated. Who who does not like it? No, he does not. Not very often. You know how much that meant to me? Tremendous. Knowing that, that he did not enjoy that himself right but he saw my need yep actually yeah. actually i did enjoy it because like when i see somebody that really does need that mm-hmm. it gives me a lot of joy yeah. to do it but i want it to be meaningful you know what yeah. you know? let me give a little bit of secret about our little area <laughs> men hug around here yeah mm-hmm. we hug each other mm-hmm. and we're not afraid to no. i mean mm-hmm. we, we, sometimes we're not comfortable with it mm-hmm. but we're not afraid to and that is starting to bleed over into areas that I never, I never imagined. Like, I've had some old cowboys. Well, Robert McLean. Yeah. Last time Robert came in, whenever he walked into church, he lives down in Texas now, and uh, he come back up here to check on some things. And I, whenever I went to shake his hand, I pulled him in and... Gave him the handshake hug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did the same the thing bro back hug, to me. Yeah. The yeah. bro hug. Yep. <laughs> That's a start. And yeah. and you know what? The, I mean, there ain't nobody more cowboy. Yep. You know, right. Right. that that just just loves the lifestyle mm-hmm. yep. than him. And and um and it's not just he's just an one of many yeah. examples of and so but, but yeah. that that I think we can all learn from that mm-hmm. in saying and Instead of instead of loving people like we're comfortable, mm-hmm. let's let's give them what they need, right? right? Not what you Whether need. that's comfortable mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, let's get a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. and recognize their need and go to them in that fashion, mm-hmm. giving giving them comfort or understanding or whatever in in their realm instead of ours. Mm-hmm. I think See, that, and I, I think, think that's a big step. I think it is. I think that's a really and that's good ministry in a nutshell. That's well, really good yeah. point because. You know what? You, in order to bring somebody comfort, a lot of times they're coming to you because they're uncomfortable. Right. Right. And you trade that. Yeah. You trade your comfort yep. for their uncomfort. I like right? what I like what Gary Chapman says when he's wrote the the five love languages mm-hmm. book. Like he says it in that book. I one probably one of the only things I remember of that book. But the whole thing's great. So right. if you want to read it, it's a great study. But he calls it being bilingual. Mm. You're being bilingual in love languages, to where it's mm. not you don't just understand your own; you understand everybody else's, oh, and you know how to I, you know how to identify when they need it, right? And then you do it when they need it, mm-hmm. when you identify it, yeah. and it's very helpful. Amen. What about you? I think um, I guess my advice to anybody, and that you can apply this to anything in life: if you have a weakness, whether it be giving compliments or receiving, practice doing both. Mm. If you, if you want to get better at getting compliments, give a ton of compliments. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get better, you know, anything like that, just make it a, a daily practice mm-hmm. you know, to, to compliment people and then throw things in like Kevin said. Yep. Hug somebody <laughs> yeah. or, or, yeah. or make things a little bit different. And I promise, like, you will get better at it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's the same thing to me. It's like, well, 
if you want to be loved, then you also have to love others. Yeah. You know what I you mean? You have to be what and, you and, need. And it's that same yeah. concept. So I guess that would kind of be my advice and then pray on it, you know, mm-hmm. pray on it. And, and really the last thing, and I've thought about this kind of the duration of the podcast, what would Christ do? And I, and I know that's kind of cliche, mm-hmm. but I use that in leadership. And, you know, when I study things like that and how to interact with people yeah. is how did Jesus do this? Because he yeah. was the greatest man that ever lived and he was certainly the greatest and sometimes, leader. That ever yeah. Lived. Sometimes I'll take that a step further. Sometimes you, you ask Jesus what he would do and then right. you just sit there and listen. Right. And sometimes he'll give you exactly what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And, and and there there's a book where you can find all of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like and that, that. that's what yep. I try to do. I like so. that simplified but, cowboy version is for we, sale we, on we, SaveTheCowboy.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's, a, there's I think a, it's called an owner's the, manual. <laughs> the Holy Spirit can't remind you of what you don't know yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. Right, right. But but don't don't take that lightly. Like. We have the greatest example that ever happened, and I know it's cliche. Mm-hmm. Like, what would Jesus do? But find how he seriously. What did know, he do? He, <laughs> he, it, it was so perfect the way he dealt with people. And if yeah. you want to learn how to deal with people, yeah, what an example! And it's okay. right there. Look, for look, you. Can I can I change something about that just a little bit? Go ahead. I think we ask the question, "What would Jesus do?" A lot. When we know damn well what he would do, <laughs> right? It's yeah. in our heart, yeah. right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, right. like, I, I totally agree with what know. you're saying, but I, I think that sometimes that's used as an excuse. Well, I don't know what Jesus. Would. Yes, you yes, do. You yeah. do. Yes, right. yeah. you. It, it's do. on your heart. You Agreed. Know. Yeah, yes, you, know. you do. Yeah. You know, like seriously, come on. I, I just yeah. think that that's just a religious. Um, mm-hmm. Pass the buck. Mm-hmm. Well, what would Jesus do? You, you know damn well what Jesus <laughs> right. would do. You know what I told somebody one time? Like figuring out what Jesus would do. It's actually doing it. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. That's exactly I, got, I got mad at somebody because I made a mistake and they were uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, well, what would Jesus do? And this is like the most unchristian person I ever met. And like they told me that. And I was like, I don't know. You're such a biblical scholar. You tell me. Right. <laughs> well, and, and I think I felt so bad after saying it. I was like, <laughs> Jesus wouldn't have said And I think people use that as a weapon, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. But Jesus would have said, what, what do you think Jesus I would do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and just, just follow those examples. I'm fixing to do what what Saul did here in a minute. (laughs) Right. Kill you with a donkey jaw. Just just remember that flipping over tables and chasing people with bullwhip ain't out of the question. It happened one time. It's it's part of the realm of possibility. It happened one time, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Can Can you see God like... Jesus, I told you that that wasn't a great idea. It wasn't a sin, but it, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a great idea because those cowboys are going to use that <laughs> to kill you, <laughs> to throw tables over and chase people with yeah. bullwhips. Yeah, but it's, it says in the Bible that <laughs> if you actually wrote down everything Jesus did, it, it would, you know, the volumes couldn't fit in a room. Right. I guarantee you. He, he did he a little did, more he, than he, that. He did a few more right, of them. Right. Yeah. I he, think around the fair. I think anytime there was a Pharisee around, you think there's an Jesus, atomic elbow. Jesus was making <laughs> whips. Yeah. 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 A righteous yeah. elbow. Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> I think oh. So. Um, so I guess my advice would be th- this has really made an impact on my life because I'm a people pleaser, hmm. and it's a coping mechanism from when I was young. Um. I found that if people liked what I did, I got a lot of compliments for it. 
So I did what people liked. There you go. Yeah. So that I would get compliments mm-hmm. for yeah, it, people right? Pleasing. So yeah. people pleasing. And then for some reason, I picked a I picked a profession where I rely on the generosity of others to feed my family. <laughs> wow. wow! Right? Yeah. yeah. And try to be. Somebody that's not a people pleaser, <laughs> that relies, that, that does not use religion, that does not pass the plate 14 times. Yeah. Never. We've never passed a plate. Never. We no, have, that's not true. We have passed a, one. We have passed the baskets with the, with the, the <laughs> communion in them, yeah. and people mistook it. For <laughs> <laughs> there was money. For yeah. a plate. We actually made money that yeah, day. I was going to say, I made a lot of money that day. <laughs> so, uh, those, those, are tips. those are tips. Do y'all really know why we don't pass offering plate? Because there's a lot of broke cowboys, and they've been praying, they've been praying for some money. We don't want to shame And then them. it yeah. just shows up in front of them. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like on that 70s show with yes. Leo. He says, yeah, yeah. I'll take some. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, is, this place is awesome. <laughs> Every time I go, they give me money. <laughs> they pay me to come to You're church. Right. <laughs> I make like 25 bucks every time I go. <laughs> I make change. Yeah. I, take a, a I give a 20 and yeah. take a hundred. Yeah. You have change for a hundred? Yeah, do you have a hundred? Yeah. No, I've only got a 20. That's the, that's the real reason why they quit asking me to help count the offerings at the church. <laughs> but I think, Kevin, there's been a few sermons where I wrote, when I said, I'm not uh, writing him a check today. <laughs> uh, well, that, that, I didn't people that please that day. too close to home. Yeah. 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 No. So, but here's the thing. One of the things that for some reason that God is just kind of stuck like a, like a song, you know, like there's just this recurring theme is when David was crying out to God, I believe, and I could be wrong because I'm not perfect, but David was crying out to God. And if it wasn't this situation, it was another situation where he was crying out to God after Bathsheba and his son died. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said, God, I have sinned against you and you alone. Now, he just had Uriah killed. He committed adultery (laughs) with somebody else's wife, and his son just died. And this is a man after God's own heart. And David said, the only one I've sinned against is you. Now, what can we learn from that is that I don't think David was saying that he that he didn't that he did everything right but he was really just saying after all of this sin it was really a sin against you god mm-hmm. and i think when we start looking whether it's a criticism or a compliment you're you're not sinning against somebody else. Ultimately, you're sinning against God. And when I'm accepting a compliment, I try to be really happy for God. Now I'm appreciative, and I let it be known. I mean, my uh, my response to the text the other day was, uh, "Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> that fills my spirit. Thank you." Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't go on and on mm-hmm. and everything, but it did yeah. fill my spirit because I was happy for God. Yeah. Somebody is 
is maybe developing a relationship and that's what God wants. Mm -hmm. And I want what God wants. (laughs) It takes so much more effort to come up with an excuse on why you can't accept the compliment that not only does it damage the other person, it damages you as well. Right. And so start looking at, I think that when we put God to the forefront, Mm -hmm. like we're not out to people, please. Would God be pleased by this? Mm -hmm. You know? And I mean, we, we, I hear every week of somebody that doesn't like my preaching. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm actually for the, f- maybe for the first time in my life, I'm not saying that it feels good. It, yeah. it, it never feels good when you put everything yeah. into something yeah. and then somebody just nitpicks you. <laughs> it never feels good, but it doesn't get to my heart anymore yeah. because they don't like it. But you know who does? God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He absolutely cherishes it yep. and he loves it. Mistakes and all. Yep. Yep. And I make, I probably make a mistake theologically every single time I step up there. Somebody told me one time that you're a lot better preacher than you used to be. <laughs> Lord, I hope so. <laughs> right. Lord, I hope so. You know, and you know, there's that guy, Jordan Peterson. I don't yeah. know if anybody's ever listened to him or anything. And to be honest, I really haven't yet because I want to really dive into him. But from what I understand, he was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was crazy critical about Christ going on like Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and talking about how Christians are stupid. And I don't know. I haven't listened to it. And now he's a believer. Correct. Yeah. And know? he has some fantastic stuff, too. I, and that's what I've heard. And I'm really interested in, in diving into it. And I'm not And for those that don't like Jordan Peterson. I already. Yeah, he said this. Well, you know what? I've said stupid stuff, too. Jim Carrey is a believer a, now, too. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, was, that was that incredible. was a crazy one. And right? That's, yeah. a, that's one you never, never ever in a million Listen, years. Listen, it's so because you know what? When you make Christ, or I don't want to say more importantly, but when you make when you do everything for God and you run everything through that lens of I want to please God, man, it just he's so loving and gracious. Like you can't I mean you can make a mistake, but there's no condemnation. Mm-hmm. But man, when you start trying to do what God wants you to do, through the eyes of other people, mm-hmm. you are going to kill yourself. Yeah. 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 Uh, sometimes literally, yeah, well, literally it's stress. It's impossible. You, 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 you cannot succeed. please God through other yep. people's yep. opinions. Yep. You'll yep. never succeed. And you don't, you know, and so be happy for and, God. Including Dude. my own sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that with the, the prayer at the push-in ceremony. Really? You, you, you know how I felt. Oh, that. I do. So, and then, then driving home, I, you know, for you guys, I, I got to say a prayer in front of our department and our community. Yeah. Okay. Push-in yeah. ceremony. But, but wait a minute. Say the real part about why that's important, the prayer. It was the first time in 120 years of our department that we have openly said a prayer. Wow. Ever. <laughs> ever. ever. In, in a serial, ceremonial. In a ceremonial with so, TV cameras and wow. everything. Wow. And I got to be there for the amen. Because <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I which, didn't know how far Fountain was. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him and I was running over there and I had to go, amen. I was like, But I, I, I did that and, and I, went, I went straight to Kevin afterwards and I was like, man, I... The whole time, I'm just upset that I butchered that. I butchered that. And then on, on the, you know, I expected people to, I don't know, fall to their knees, yeah. give their life to Christ, yeah. and <laughs> only things a God can do, right? Um, and I was disappointed because that didn't happen. 
And uh, the, the ride home, I was like, wait a second. This is the first time in 120 years, and God yeah. used me to do this. Yes. Yeah. And What's like the, why am I acting yeah. like this, you know? It's like the revival that happened at Ashbury. Dude, that was, that was beautiful. He, he, he gave that sermon. And he texted his wife. He was like, it was a major flop. Worst right. one I've ever yeah. had in my life. And it led to the biggest <laughs> revolution. And, and, and I saw people posting about that online. Yeah. You know? It wasn't a very good sermon. And I'm like, one, it's tough being the man in the arena. I've learned that, <laughs> yeah. I've learned that yeah. in the past year speaking in front of people. But two, look how God used that. Oh. You know? And it's not about us. He used his worst sermon to bring the most people to Christ in public history in probably that, that 150 would, years. That would still be going on now, too, if the college didn't shut that down. You know, that's... that's and it all, that's, I'm just going to say that's something. That's how you know that it, that yep. it was God because yep. it, it was a human failure. That, mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it... That's how that's that God took and used, and that's and that you know, people say, well, you know, I I can't see him, I don't hear him, whatever. Yeah. When when that's a it's a miracle when yep. when something that it by that you can't explain, right? Yeah, it, it's a complete flop, and and it and it does that. Yep. You, you know that yep. God had. His that's how it. that started yeah. was people confessing stuff. Right, they really? came and confessed. I haven't really yeah studied up on it and, or anything. And, and to me, that was a big deal because there's been this whole thing about millennials and Gen Zs and how they're turning from God and there's like one week <laughs> and how inferior they are right. to Gen X. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. Ty yeah. just said something that I think ties in with what we've been talking about today. Like a lot of things about God we can't see. Mm-hmm. So I think it is okay when people text you or or tell you like, hey. That was an awesome sermon. Sure. And, and like the text you got, mm-hmm. because you can feel excited that that God used you for something tangible. Yeah. Yes. You, mm-hmm. You're seeing God working at that yeah. point. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. because most of what what we see from God is intangible, I think yeah. it's our right to be excited and to yep. accept those compliments because you see how God is right. actually working in the real world with real people. And if somebody doesn't accept your compliment, don't get offended because it it has more to do with something that they have on their heart than it does with you. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. So, you know, I think if we just put God at the forefront of it and, um, man, just start loving. And, and like we said, man, next time somebody, somebody says, uh, thank you, give them a hug. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They'll either, Love it, or they'll never thank you again. <laughs> they'll, punch, yeah. they'll punch you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And and, and and you know what? If they say no, you know what? Okay. You know, go, go, move in for a side hug. Yeah. 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 Most pe- yeah, the full frontals with your legs wrapped around them. Some yeah, people are uncomfortable yeah. with that. You kind of kind of work into that. You one. do. I mean, and and, there has and, to be and a the fact that you gave the right leg hug to Ty the other day at the ranch that was impressive. It was a side hug. Yeah. It was just a side. You hug. didn't wrap your le- your right no. leg around him. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Didn't need that. Uh, didn't need that at all. But seriously, uh, get give your give yourself grace and and just man, this Christianity is about loving others mm-hmm. and not loving other Christians, <laughs> loving everybody else. And you know what? I on behalf of of all of us at Save the Cowboy, sorry it's been a while. We've we've kind of took a break <laughs> last yeah. year was rough yeah. <laughs> well, the last couple of years has been rough but we're looking forward to a yeah. a new season and we look forward to getting back into this uh look for some changes on social media where we're going to be trying to do some more stuff with uh tyler's helping me with all of that and it's easier with him being here on his days off mm. uh, yeah. with us because tyler is my uh is my nephew 
And on his days off, he comes and helps on the ranch and helps me with everything. And so we're really excited about that. And really, if you're listening on online, man, um, check us out on Sunday mornings. Yes. And uh, go to SaveTheCowboy.com and watch us. Um, We are having some trouble with Facebook because of a double authentication that Facebook made me do because of the size of all of our social media. Somewhat of a blessing. Yeah, and and then I can't – yeah, they made me because I we got over 200,000 on just one page, and so they made me – I, I put off as long as I could, but, you know, even one of our employees, Brad McLean, he lost his original Horseback Gospel page, and he had about 150000 because right. he didn't have the double authentication on. They yeah. didn't even have it back then. Right. Yeah. But so it, it's a good thing because yeah. we could lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll have to go to our, our SaveTheCowboy.com. But, but watch us on social media, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Facebook are the three main ones. But uh, check us out and send us a note. Yeah. Send us a note. You yeah. can say thank you to us, and yeah. we'll tell you thank you back. We'll give well, you a virtual hug. You yep. know, if, 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 if listeners are out there and they, and they want to be a part of this podcast, I mean, we do take guests. Yeah, so yep, if absolutely. you're going to be in our area and you want to yep. get, you know, you want to get on this deal and and hang out, uh, we'd be happy to have you. Yeah, so, and, but and we got to know, we got to know. <laughs> we we don't know what we don't know. So, um, oh, that's another. Yeah, let's not start. That's there. not it. Yeah, yeah we're in next, next we're podcast. Okay. Okay. Hey, we're, no, could y'all no, just no, let's have ending. a moment of silence <laughs> while I breathe heavily. <laughs> <laughs> So now you know the next podcast. Yes, that's the main stress. (laughs) I get criticized all the time for not knowing what I didn't know. Right. Uh, Podcast topic for next week. Anyway, can't believe you. Yes, I can't believe you. Such a bad man. So anyway, hey, I love all of y'all. On behalf of all of us at Save the Cowboy, we'll talk to you next time. Love you guys. Bye bye. See ya.